Welcome to the Rolling Wall Podcast. It's a startup amateur podcast focusing on rugby union on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. The podcast aims to promote and generate conversation around all levels of rugby union on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. In Rolling Mall news headlines, first grade results see wins to Pirates, Snappers and the Vikings. In the lower mid-north coast, Gloucester Cockies progress to the grand final. Mid-North Coast set to host a junior country championship. Multiple Mid-North Coast players selected in New South Wales Country Corellas squad and a very successful coastal challenge held over the weekend. That's all from the Rolling Mall News headlines. Results from Round 15 of the Upper Mid-North Coast competition. In the under-14s, the Potahori Pirates Defeated the combined BDC Barracudas slash Dorigo Rangers 29-5. The Cos Harbour Snappers Black defeated the Hastings Valley Vikings 19-12. The Cos Harbour Snappers Red defeated the Kempsey Cannonballs 40-7. And in a game played last Tuesday the 2nd of August, the SCU Marlins defeated the Cos Harbour Snappers Black 89-0. In the under-16s, the SCU Marlins defeated the Hastings Valley Vikings 5-0. The Cos Harbour Snappers defeated the Kempsey Cannonballs 38-15. And the Port Macquarie Pirates had the bye. In the under-18s, the Kempsey Cannonballs defeated the Cos Harbour Snappers 60-0. The Hastings Valley Vikings defeated the SCU Marlins 22-7. And the Port Macquarie Pirates defeated the Grafton Redmen 24-17. In the women's tens, the SCU Marlins defeated the Warhope Thunder 60-0. The Cos Harbour Snappers defeated the Kempsey Cannonballs 60-0. And the Port Macquarie Pirates defeated the Grafton Redmen 43-12. In reserve grade... The Kempsey Cannonballs defeated the Cos Harbour Snappers 29-18. The Hastings Valley Vikings defeated the SCU Marlins 53-12. And the Port Macquarie Pirates had the bye. In first grade results, the Cos Harbour Snappers defeated the Kempsey Cannonballs 38-26. The Snappers tuned up for the finals with a tough fought win over the Cannonballs. In a 6-try-to-4 game, Kempsey made Cos earn it and they finished their season putting in another typical gritty, determined performance. The Snappers now head into sudden death minor semi-football away against Port on the back of a three-game winning streak. Kempsey's first grade now have end-of-season's festivities to undertake and will look to help fire up their reserve grade for their finals tilt. In the second game... The Port Macquarie Pirates defeated the Grafton Redmen 48-14. The Pirates made the long road trip and made no mistake in an 8-2 victory that locks in hosting the minor semi-final at Stewart's Park next Sunday. Number 9, Jemison Williams will be in red-hot form going into the finals after scoring a hat-trick in a best-on-field performance. Grafton's season is now over. And the two tries they scored against a team that's been in red-hot form of late will be a small consolation and one of the many threads they can recover from this season to help them rebuild for next year. Port have now played three games in eight days 
and the extra day's break to their next game could prove to be gold. In the third game, Hastings Valley Vikings defeated their CU Marlins 43-12. Hastings rolled on from Wednesday's victory to defeat the Marlins in a 7-2 victory. Vikings number 8 Ratu Osea Maeli was a force to be reckoned with scoring a hat-trick. The Marlins will be strategizing ways to stop the dynamic back rower when these two meet in the major semi-final at Oxley Oval. With both teams' ladder positions locked in before the game, both teams tinkered with their lineups and attacking and defensive formations with key players getting an early shower to keep them fresh for next week. The major prize up for grab next week is hosting the grand final on August 27th. Expect to see quite different lineups and for the game to be much more of an arm wrestle. The first grade ladder final standings are the Vikings first with 13 wins, 1 draw and 1 loss on 68 points. The Marlins second with 9 wins, 2 draws and 4 losses on 48 points. The Pirates third with 7 wins, 2 draws and 9 losses on 45 points. The Snappers fourth with 8 wins, 0 draws and 7 losses on 43 points. The Cannonballs fifth with 4 wins, 1 draw and 10 losses on 27 points. And the Redmond six with 0 wins, 2 draws and 13 losses on 6 points. This week's rugby stories from the Rolling Moors news desk. The Cross Harbour Crusaders Juniors and Mid-North Coast Rugby are hosting this year's under-12 and under-13s New South Wales Country Junior Championships. These are going to be held on the 10th and 11th of September at the CEX Coss International Stadium. The best players across all zones of New South Wales Country will be competing and it's sure to be a very good weekend with some high-quality rugby being played. Five Mid-North Coast players have been selected in the 2022 New South Wales Country Cruellers squad to play at the Australian Rugby Championships in Adelaide in late September and early October. The players selected are Danielle Buttsworth and Renee Clark from the Warhope Thunder, Lucy Green from the Manning River Rats, Greta Smith from the Coss Harbour Snappers and Tia Leah Waiatoa from the Kempsey Cannonballs. This is a great achievement for the players involved and their clubmates, coaches and all their supporters will be incredibly proud. Keep an eye and ear on the podcast and Facebook page as we'll release information about game time and opposition when it comes to light. The inaugural Coastal Challenge from players from the junior Friday night competitions in Coss Harbour and Port Macquarie was played last weekend. The Coss Harbour Crusaders came away with victories in the under-9s 10 and 12s and the Port Macquarie Mantua Rays came away with victory in the under 11s. The day was a massive success and planning is already underway for next year's return competition in Port Macquarie. That's all from the Rolling Mall News Desk. In the first grade major semi-final, the Hastings Valley Vikings are hosting the SCU Marlins at Oxley Oval in Port Macquarie. These two teams met last week with the Vikings winning 43-12 at Oxley Oval. The other meeting was in round 10, the Vikings winning this one 31-0, with their round 4 clash being washed out. The Vikings have had the wood on the Marlins this year, 
and are aiming to keep their incredible record of every grand final played since 2013 being held at Oxley Oval. They're a team that doesn't lose major semi-finals, although their form two weeks later in the big one isn't quite as good, converting seven home grand finals into four premierships. On the other side of the equation, the Marlins have never hosted the grand final, with their one and only final they have hosted being a minor semi-final in 2017. There'll be no need for any rev-up from the coaching staff, as the chance to host a historical first grand final will be all the motivation in the world. After a few players were rested or given an early shower last week, both sides will be at full strength and ready to go blow for blow with each other. The Vikings will look to explode out of the blocks and knock the Marlins out before they can settle. They will look to ask multiple and repeated questions of the Marlins' defence by constantly varying the shape and point of attack and to defend as a strong unit to starve the Marlins out of the game by denying them any continuity or forward progress in attack. The Marlins will look to take the speed out of Hastings' game. One way to achieve this will be to selectively attack the Vikings' breakdown and get hands-on to slow down their recycle of the ball. They will need to take all the limited opportunities afforded to them by the Vikings, keep within touching distance by taking all points available, as the Vikings have shown recently, they are somewhat susceptible in the last 20 minutes of a game. This game could well be an absolute cracker with two teams that can really turn it on when they're in full flight. The feeling is the Vikings will have too many points in them and their finals winning DNA will prove too strong for the Marlins. Kickoff in the major semi-final is at 3.15pm. In the lower grade major semi-finals, Reserve grade sees Hastings v the Pirates kick off at 1.25pm. These teams have met twice this year, with each team winning one encounter, with the third match being a washout. The Vikings have won the last six reserve grade premierships and we're looking for a victory to take them straight to the grand final. This local derby major semi-final will see a big crowd early in the afternoon at Oxley Oval. In the women's, the Cannonballs are playing the Snappers at 12.20pm. The regular season matches have seen a win to the Snappers, a win to the Cannonballs and a forfeit by the Cannonballs. The last time these two squared off was in round 10 with the Snappers emerging of a narrow victory 17-10 on that day. In the under-18s, the Cannonballs are taking on the Pirates at 11am. The Cannonballs have won all three fixtures this year with the last game in round 11 being the closest, 14 to nil. Kempsey won all their regular season games, and can they win the next two big ones to complete a rare undefeated premiership? In the under-16s, it's the Marlins playing the Snappers at 9.40am. These teams have gone the park twice with a win apiece, and the third was a washout. Both games have been won by three points. The under-16s competition is the tightest across all the grades, with only 7 competition points separating 1st from 4th. This game could well have the most exciting and tightest finish across the day. The under-14s final sees the Snappers Red playing the Marlins at 8.30am. 
In the only meeting of these two sides, it was the Snappers winning 36-12. They were scheduled to play each other in round one, but that unfortunately was washed out. This remains the only game the Snappers are not won this year, and their massive four and against of 725 points shows they have been the red-hot team all year. In the first grade minor semi-final, the Port Macquarie Pirates are hosting the Coss Harbour Snappers at Stewart's Park, Port Macquarie. The last time they met, the Snappers ran out victors 22-19 in round 13, played at Coffs. The other two meetings saw a win to Port, 54-24 in round 8 at Port, and a win for Coffs, 38-34 in Coffs in round 3. Home ground advantage has been paramount in these fixtures. Sudden death knockout finals have a way of shaking things up and completely disregarding form and trend lines. Port's red-hot form has cooled a little of recent. They have won three of their past five games. A comfortable victory over the Redmen last Saturday capped off three games in eight days. With this game being played on a Sunday, the extra day's rest will be well received. The Snappers have hit a vein of form at exactly the right time of year. Three games in a row is their best winning streak this year. Finals rugby is a different beast to the regular season. The pressure dials up, the gaps get tighter, errors are punished, and the time comes for the leaders to emerge and take control of the game. The Pirates look to gain dominance with their set piece, use this platform to control territory with smart and effective kicks, keep the scoreboard ticking over by taking shots at goals and wear down the snappers with their large pack. The snappers will look to move the pirates pack around to create fatigue, utilise their speed out wide to capitalise on any gaps that they can create, a strong discipline to dry up the pirates scoring off the boot and win the moments that matter. This game could well be a classic. The pirates will feel they are right up there this year. The Snappers are known to dig deep and bring their best rugby in finals, including winning the 28 Premiership from third. The feeling is the big vocal crowd and the Pirates experience in the big games they have won this year will see them continue their hunt for their first Premiership since 2013. Although the Snappers won't die wondering and an upset is definitely not off the cards. In the lower grades, minor semi-finals, Reserve grade sees the Cannonballs taking on the Snappers at 125. Across the three games these two have played, it's split two wins to Kempsey and one win to the Snappers. Their last game was round 15, with Kempsey running out winners 29-18 in that one. These two teams both finished on six wins for the season, and all three games between these two were decided by 10 points or less. The women's match sees the Pirates taking on the Marlins. Across their three matches, the Pirates have won two and the Marlins have won one. With their last encounter being a round 12 match, the Pirates won 38-5. The Marlins' only win came in round 7, but crucially it was at Stewart Park where the Marlins won 20-17. This match will kick off at 12.20pm. In the under-18s, is the Vikings taking on the Redmen. They have played two matches this season, with the Vikings winning both. This is Grafton's only team in the finals, and the whole club's concentration will be on helping these boys go as deep into the finals as possible. This will be a tall task, 
as in the last two meetings, the Redmen have failed to score a point against the Vikings. This game will kick off at 11am. In the under-16s, it's the Pirates taking on the Vikings. These two teams are met twice, and both times the Pirates are ran out winners. In the last meeting in round 14, the Pirates ran out winners 31-22. Both teams have won six games this season, and they're only separated on the competition table by four and against. This game will kick off at 9.40am. In the under-14s, it's the Cannibals taking on the Snappers Black at 8.30am. The two sides have met twice, and both teams have come away with a win. In their most recent fixture, round 13, it was Kempsey winning 52-19. to 19. The Cannonballs have a very positive forward against of 278, while the Snappers Black have a negative forward against of 139. All the minor semi-finals we played Sunday, August 14, at Port Macquarie's Stewart Park. The Willamba Bulls are hosting this year's CS Group Lower Mid-North Coast Grand Final at Naviac. Their opponents are the Menning River Rats. The Bulls have won three out of the four encounters this year between the two. The round seven victory for the Rats, 31-22, was the Bulls' only loss of the year. The Rats have only won two games this year, and the celebrations and story would be wild if their third win makes them major premiers. Both teams' last game was on July 16th. This long break could see the team that starts the best go a long way to claiming the title. Kickoff in this year's Lower Mid-North Coast Grand Final is at 3pm. The Lower Mid-North Coast Women's Grand Final is being contested between the Manning River Rats and the Gloucester Cockies. This game is being held at Naviac Oval and will kick off at 1.30pm. Washouts have seen these sides only make it onto the park twice this year. In round 8, the Gloucester Cockies won 12 to nil, and in round 5, the Manning River Rats won 49 to nil. The Manning River Rats were minor premiers. They won 5 games, had 2 draws and 1 loss, and had last week off. Their last game was on July 16th. The Gloucester Cockies defeated Willamba Bulls 49-0 last week in the final after finishing second with three wins, two draws and three losses. They have played two matches since the Rats' last game. Could this recent match fitness be the key to knocking off their more fancied rivals? Good luck to all teams playing in the lower mid-north coast grand finals this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rolling Moor podcast. And as always, if you have any tips, information or stories that should be shared with the rugby public in the Mid-North Coast, please get in touch with us at the Facebook page, The Rolling Wall Podcast. Stay true, enjoy the rugby and go the Wallabies.